April 11, 2018. It's a Watt from Pedro show.
For Pedro's show, start off with uh, John Coltrane. Aisha's got a uh, yeah, Eric Dolphy and uh, Freddie Hubbard on the trumpet too. I think uh, Eric Dolphy didn't play because he played a lot of baritone uh, bass clarinet rather, and but I think he played tenor sax on this too. Aisha, when are you doing that Coltrane thing? Yeah. It's been switched around now. It might be in August. Oh. Henry Kaiser up in the city. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Some other cats at the... Uh, I think... We talked about Great American... Uh, yeah. Oh. That's a cool-looking mixer you got. Uh, then we had, uh, after that, uh, from our guest, Brother Matt, uh, welcome aboard Schizophrenics. Yeah, welcome. Just cruise straight up from San Diego. From San Diego, right. <laughs> and welcome. Team call Welcome. Off their new record on uh, our latest record, Sympathy for the Record Industry. First trip to Pedro, huh? Yeah, it's our first time here. Cool, welcome. I heard there's a lot of good seafood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is a hard spots here. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for the three eye ones, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> our local I, I think it's illegal, White Croaker. Yeah, yeah. You're not even allowed. Brother Matt, how's, how's the master doing? Um, we're looking all right. Really? Yeah. Because it's looking kind of tiny here. Oh, it'll give a little boost. But you don't want any, yeah. You got the, you can see around the dial there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So who wants to go first? Hello. Okay. Um. <laughs> Oldest music memory. Oldest music memory? Oldest, what would you say is yours? Uh, I mean, I grew up with, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And she would always have Mexican cumbia music playing. So I guess that would be a, one of my oldest memories. Cool. I, I've always loved dancing. So I remember just dancing up a storm and getting in trouble for cumbia. being too uh, wild. We had some Vallenato guys mm-hmm. last week. Uh, 
very big camp for Colombia. Nice. With the accordion. And, uh-huh. Yeah. But cumbia is not vallenado. They are different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the house, your ma, she's what, playing records or the radio? The radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she'd always... a lot of people don't realize a lot of the radio now because people working during the day is a lot of Latin radio. Uh, you grew up down there, San Diego? No, uh, Pat and I grew up in the middle of nowhere in Arizona. Oh. There's a little town called Casa Grande where the I-8... I know where that is. Yeah. It's been between Tuxet and Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's our hometown. In fact, when the I-8 meets the I-8. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I-8, I-10. Yeah, It's kind exactly. of a T-bone there, brother uh-huh. Matt. Yeah, so we always grew up seeing the this big sign saying, this big way house. to San Diego. <laughs> and then we finally ended up in San Diego. Uh, Ryan Calexico is down there. Mm-hmm. Yuma. Yeah, yeah. Arizona is uh, like on the border. Oh, the low road. Yeah, sometimes I do that, but usually not. Uh-huh. But that's like along the border. Mm-hmm. Depends on what the rest of the route is. Uh, so what about in the pad in the casa? Was there uh, instruments? Was there guitars, piano? Uh, there was an acoustic guitar in my house, and I never knew how to play until did I was... Did somebody a- play in the house? No, not really. Pat, did you? No, no, I had a... I had uh, an uncle who played piano. My grandfather always really wanted to... He was always learning to play piano, but never really... Was there one in the pad? No, no. It was oh, just okay. uh, nothing. My my family is not that musical. That, no, I mean... Yeah. Okay, you didn't grow up with music instruments either. <laughs> I'm just asked people because everyone has a different journey, we found. Yeah, exactly. All kinds of people, and everybody's got very original stories, which... To me, makes sense because we don't all come from the same place. So, but there was with listeners, right? Did somebody have records in your pad? Yeah, my, my parents had like a little collection of '70s records, um, "The Love and Spoonful." Uh, who sings that? I always remember that "Green Tambourine." That song was a big <laughs> hit in my house. I always used to put it who on. That? That's a great song. I can't remember that. Yeah. They were so careful. Yeah, as a little kid, that was my hit. I love that. <laughs> I mean, and then, you know, my mom would always record the songs off the radio, so, you know, music was always an obsession. And uh, a lot of the, the Spanish television, like Univision, on the weekends, that's all they play, like all the live concerts constantly. Sin 34 was the big channel here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh,. There was a band that took their name after this. <laughs> right, Dave Martin yeah, had a band. Yeah. No, no Latin people. They huh. call themselves Sin 34. <laughs> after the channel. And the lady who sang just passed away. Yeah. So it's just coincidence. But over here in uh, SoCal, Sin 34 was... Yeah, you're right. A lot of... Mu- well, you know, the music in the TV overlaps big time with the, mm-hmm. the pop thing. Uh, but uh, what about school? Because some people learn how to play shit in school. Yeah, I, I see. I wish I had learned in band growing up because a lot of my class? friends. Did you have a class? Well, uh, we had music class, but um, a lot of my friends were like in band, had instruments, learned to read yeah, music. Right. And later on, when I got older, I tried to study music in college, and I was just I was so bad at it because I couldn't read music. So I was trying to learn to read music in yeah, a yeah. month and then catch up. But with in grade school, you didn't have any of that, or junior. Nah, nah. So, but I some was, people in the marching band or the jazz band, or some people in grade school uh, uh, played recorder. I mean, there's yeah, all kinds yeah. of trip, you know, especially in the other countries, they really uh, embrace the arts. Other people, like around here, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. First thing to cut. The, yeah, that's yeah. why Flea started is. Uh, 
the conservatory in Silver Lake because when he went back to Fairfax High, they had cut the fucking music program. You know, when he got on the trumpet, with that, that was gone. And I've done several benefits for Martin Wong and... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was great. And, and his little girl, Eloise's uh, Calistar mm -hmm. uh, grade school. Because if we didn't do the benefits, he wouldn't have a music yeah. program. So I'm just, that's why I'm curious. Okay, so what about the other fucking thing, like Fran? <laughs> no, right? There's somebody down the street. He's got a guitar. He's learning how to play. Now, my it's, sister got a guitar in the so, Finger okay. Hut catalog. We ordered a... She ordered it. She was yeah. working at a, the shoe department at Kmart. Finally got enough money. She ordered her guitar. And when she would go to work at the shoe department, I would sneak into her room, and I taught myself how to play guitar as a little kid. Okay, okay. And you did it because she had. Yeah. Did she learn? Kind of, and she kind of put it away after a while. Okay. I, I went down the wormhole. <laughs> yeah, but you ended up on the fucking batteria. Yeah. Okay. We'll get that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I remember, I, I learned to play on, a, I got really into uh, to Jimi Hendrix at one point. It was the first rock and roll I got into. It was a little Walkman tape. It was my older sister as well gave me. And I it just completely changed my worldview and everything and growing up but I was I was always into like uh oldies like uh like when I was a little kid I remember the peppermint twist was the greatest thing ever yeah. and I just love old oldie oldies and that kind of stuff and uh, also a lot of country music that was cause I was uh, in like 4-H and stuff when I was a kid so I listened to a lot of country but then when I uh, was in... Well, you take care of animals, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They give you a little lamb and then... Yeah, <laughs> you had it was, the lamb and sheep. That yep. was my thing. <laughs> well, sheer, it's one thing, but like chow it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And, but okay, okay, so... Uh, you weren't really... You didn't know about rock and roll. Yeah, so... And, so you like, kind of transitioned by this cassette tape. What yeah, was it, yeah. Experience? It was uh, already experience and... Uh, and it just completely like for some reason when you're I guess when you're in like you know pubescent or whatever you know in early high school just rock and roll all of a sudden makes sense to you you know and just yeah. hearing his guitar the fuzz and everything and just his whole the whole thing whole Hendrix his whole attitude everything just completely made sense so I just really want to learn guitar so I got a, a little acoustic yeah. And I just played the hell of it for, you know, hours every day. Did somebody show you shit, or you just... Um, it was mostly just, for a while, it was just, I was just trying to figure out how yeah, to make it work. Okay. And it was so bad. It took so long for me to, you know, I, so many stupid things. I didn't even know at first you were supposed to hold the strings down. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just <laughs> supposed to, like, get that weird harmonic sound you get. And I was like, yeah. why isn't this working? And uh, so it took me a long time, but... Uh, Eventually, I talked my folks into getting me electric after they saw the, you know, the, the frets wearing down on the acoustic. You're really trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so this is high school. Yeah, do, yeah. Do you make a band with friends? After school, garage, bedroom band, one of these kinds? Of yeah, exactly. And she had one as well. And that's how we met. Yeah, that's how we originally met. I needed a bass player. and I oh, knew. so you're already making bands. Yeah, we were making bands in high school. I had a Ramones cover band. And I was going to play the end of the year band event. And um, I couldn't find anyone else to play with me and this drummer boy. And so I asked Pat, because I, I had seen Pat play in his band. And he did uh, 
the Star Spangled Banner at one of our assemblies or something. I'm like, that guy's so good at guitar, he can learn these songs no problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we hung out for maybe two weeks when we were little kids. Wow. Here, here let's play uh, some off the new record, uh, World of Our Own. Over there, everything on TV's in a you don't care. I 
Ball breaking fury, hell had just rod to bag the do gooders for a while. Well, not, we do whip them up and break them down. We have the power to skate them around. This is one pushy posse that just won't slip. Gonna show them muscle and give you some lip. While we're at it, we'll lay it all out. We really show it and jam it with your clam out. <laughs>
פגשתי אותה באוטובוס, בדרך לכפרים. דיברנו על השירות הצבאי וכמה טוב שהוא נגמר. ובכלל, שהמצב בארץ מחורבן למרות שאין באמת מקום אחר. לא הסכמתי איתה בעניין הזה. יש מקום אחר, אלוהים חייב להיות, אחרת זה טירוף. לבסוף לא טיילנו בכפרים. נשארנו בכפר אחד שהיה בו חומר מעולה. ונוף שגורם לך לבכות או להודות לאלוהים או גם וגם. כל הזמן הזה היינו ביחד וניסינו לשכב אבל הייתי כל כך מסטול שלא עמד לי. במקום זה חיבקתי אותה חזק ונשקתי שעות בכל הגוף עד שלבסוף היא אמרה די נמאס לי וצחקה צחוק נהדר
Lot for Pedro show. Yeah, that's World of Our Own, Schizophrenics. After that, Vermes de Li do Limbo. Yeah, Portuguese, huh? Out of Brazil. Limbo Tron. I got to play with these cats. They're a great trio. MB Jones out of Poussin and Western Mass. He goes between pads. Put down your phone. Howie Reeve with Wonderful Animal Reflex. He's going to Japan soon. Joe Brewer, Jack Brewer's cousin, Michigan, Pushy, Kolarashki out of uh, Bulgaria with Opahe, Politica, next door, Macedonia, Bernays Propaganda, Brother Vasco. I think they're finishing up that tour, Brother. Yeah, I just, I just saw a message he sent. I don't look on a Facebook messenger, but he sent me a message like a year ago or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and oh, wow. I just felt like a Well, you know him now, that you know, he probably sees that and goes, ah! Uh, <laughs> brother, right? Yeah. Brother Matt's slapped to you, know, Balkan people. <laughs> and uh, this cat has actually gone through some kind of stressful things, so hopefully he comes home to a calmer home. Uh, 1518 out of Italy with Chinese neighbors, uh, SS Space Systems, Lil Lipo. That's uh, upstate New York, uh, farthest south out of Tel Aviv. I met her on the bus, and finally, Schizophrenics with. Red Planet. Okay, so you guys, this was just a one-off gig for school. You didn't give it a name. Yeah. Well, she had. A, it was a. Her band was a Ramones kind of cover band. Was that the name and, of the band? No. Nah. Okay. We were. I will. I named my band the Snazzy Truckers. You didn't take a name from Ramones too, huh? No. It was just my sister had named. We were supposed to start a band. And I just took the name. But you didn't do songs. You did Ramones. We did, yeah. I got to do the whole first Ramones album with, uh, was it two years ago now? Clem Burke and Cheetah Chrome. It was the oh, 40th man. anniversary. And Joey's brother does a benefit for leukemia, lymphoma. That's it. On, on, on Joey's birthday. And he had us come and do that. It was kind of hard to learn them songs. Well, really? I always listened to them before. I never <laughs> learned them. They're, they're trippy. Uh, so you do the one-off and it goes, what is it, like Battle of the Bands, talent show shit, or just... No, a, it was just like a music thing at our high school, and the yeah, shitty know, thing but was... But it's usually, a, man, you don't know how many people, one of their first gigs is the Battle of the Bands yeah. in the school. It we wasn't did, a we battle, We never actually though. played the... Yeah. Okay, that's I, all right. I was the, I was the it was only... It's more just like a thing with just music, like entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Some of these are competition, like some cats win, right, and they... Mm. Get some uh, equipment or some lessons <laughs> yeah. or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean shit. <laughs> I, I remember I was in one that some guy, he was, he was the best bass guy, Mark Terliz. Ooh. I know him. He was the best bass guy at Pedro mm -hmm. High. And, uh, but he didn't want to play bass. He wanted to cover some Stevie Wonder song and do <sighs> piano, so he asked me to play bass. It was the first time I played in front of people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the tune was, but it was slow and kind of kicked from figure on the bass it wasn't too tough but I was just curious okay so when do you guys play again well we didn't see each other again that's for about I mean. seven, so, years, oh, yeah. seven years yeah seven right. years seven years so uh, and that's when what you put together the schizophrenics well, no yeah. Pat had moved to San Diego and then I came out and he had a band a trio and the drummer quit the band and then I was always hanging was around. It, this was a schizophrenic show. No, right. what was it called? Is this the Jimi Hendrix uh, Star Spangled Banner tree? No, no, that was <laughs> that. That, that was, was just in high school. school. No, and that's then, where you first saw him play, right? Yeah. And you could be the one, but 
seven years later, and that you're no longer doing that. Yeah, so I, I just for seven years I bounced around different bands in Tucson for a long time, and yeah. eventually I moved Tucson. out. Tucson. Do you remember a band called Tumbleweeds? Uh, what, what, how old were they? Early eighties. I, I don't know. I wasn't really that in the music scene there. Yeah, I played that. I remember that's about. I was playing in a lot of living rooms. Called, <laughs> there was a few pads that yeah. came and go in Tucson. Tux. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, I've been playing the Night of the Living lately. Oh, the right Night on. Festival. So you were kicking around there, and then you decided to go to San Diego. Yeah, I was just do. I, I wasn't really doing anything when I was there. I wasn't uh, playing gigs. I was just yeah. playing with my friends, jamming. I wasn't really. So I really wanted just to kind of change things up and really pursue music. So yeah. I decided, uh, I ended up getting a job in San Diego. So I decided when I moved there, I'm going to start a band and really try to... Play the Casbah. Yeah, yeah, rock the Casbah, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I first played for him, there was a place called Spirit. Oh. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, I know the Pink Panther, but... Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> turned into a pad called Brick by Brick. Oh, okay, oh, we played so, there. Yes, yeah, still the going. Same pad. Oh. And after a while, he got rid of that, or let it go, and went to something called uh, the first Casbah. The Pink Panther. Well, there was a Casbah before yeah, yeah. this Casbah that was down that that's right. grass that's where the, road. Yeah, it was the couple lounges now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, and what's this band you make? So, it, we, it was just uh, the early stages of what became the schizophonics but um we we didn't really yeah, have you gotta give those guys credit what was their name yeah oh so this is the worst band name ever and I hated the band name but it was called Somewhere Loud Somewhere Loud <laughs> Somewhere you know, Loud you know, worst name <laughs> oh man these one guy I played with this band they call himself California is that a terrible name <laughs> <laughs> even if you're from here oh man yeah. you, you can't find that or what about uh um, I mean, there's a lot of terrible things. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That ain't the worst. This one, it was, but I, I always hated the name. But uh, but um, it was the the drummer who eventually quit. And the one you replaced. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, so and so you guys do gigs and stuff, and then he leaves, and you come in. Uh huh. And is that when you change the name? Well, you change the whole band. Yeah. Well, we yeah. changed the name. It was the same bass player, uh, Jim McCarty from San Diego. Yeah. But I. I had never played drums in my entire life. Yeah, she was always just hanging out. Guitar and bass, yeah. yeah bass. Okay. She'd always just hop on the drum set and start playing. Eventually, we were like, well, you're always around. We had tried out a few drummers. We jammed with one guy who was, like, too good. You know those guys who are just, you know, it's like, not too that he could be too good, but he was too, like, all over the place. He was, like, into, really into, like, Grateful Dead and stuff. So it was just, like, everything was a fill all the time. Well, it's too busy for yeah. for the music, and so we yeah. and then we would jam with her at home, and she would just play beat because that's all she knew at the time. Yeah, sure. and we we're like, this is way better. So <laughs> this sounds like music. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be that way with bass guitar too. I mean, drums yeah. and bass, you gotta be careful. You end up being a fake lead guitar. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and is this too busy? You already got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, you mean you just got on his? Well, what was it? Was it like the the group's drum set? Exactly. It was just um, at our our bass player had a surfboard shape and warehouse where we would rehearse, and there was this old drum set that was just there already, yeah, and yeah. Um, he like traded some guys some you know some surfboards or like weed or something. I can't remember what it was, but he ended up with this drum set, and it's, um, we still use it actually. We painted it all psychedelic, and um, 
And Letty would just hop on the set every once in a while. Okay. Well, I like Pratt Pad having a mm-hmm. drum set because then you ain't got to wait for putting it together or taking it yeah. down. It's yeah. like, fuck, crap now, mm-hmm. crap done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I got one, that's why I did my pad. <laughs> get red one for a tour. It was like, fuck, man, it costs just as much and uh, I can keep it here. You don't have to wait on it. Yeah. You know, because it can be kind of a yeah. pain in the ass. <laughs> when it's time to practice, it's time to practice. Everybody else is here. But yeah. it, it does have a nice kind of uh, environment with the surf board making like uh, resin and yeah, right breathing in all this like <laughs> foam dust oh yeah. yeah that thing was filthy we had I had to deep clean it take everything off and really just go it was covered in that's dirt. still our practice kit Horror. in the garage let's see you guys bad first with a yeah, I know band. I know believe me I know at the end of the first hour April 11 2018 special guest schizophonics whole tech hour two April 11, 2018. It's the second hour of the Watford Pedro Show. Yo, 
outside my window there are people sleeping with the Beatles. Some of them have a name, others just a sex or an estimated age. Of a few months, even weeks before the summer had truly arrived. The family of four fell asleep on the very same night, the fifth of May. And grandmother Anna too. There are two hundred fifty or more, and they all fell asleep from the war. There are two hundred fifty or more, and they all fell asleep from the war. There are two hundred fifty or more. And they all fell asleep from the war. There are two hundred fifty or more, and they all fell asleep from the war. I see a window from here. Come and lay your head down next to mine. I knew. The sunshine you feel, and I knew the cold nights. Now my fate is nothing but waiting for you. It happened here, and not that long ago. It happened here. And not that long ago, 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 it happens now. Far away, it happens now, and not that far away. Now and not that far away. 
it happens now and not that far away it happens now and not that far away Thank <laughs> you. 
stare inside. You see sinister eyes, a giant face through the window. I sin your veins. I recall. Longing for glory. This is not my calling, but something you desperately want. Carry the money into the house. Another thought experiment. When the storm delivers new life to many lines that connect us, we're running in circles. Around the trees, tiptoed and silent, but hardened in battle. You're too far out on a limb. Trick fail. Planets in conjunction, souls align.
Pedro show. We started the second hour with uh, In Mono. Oh, yeah, this is from before the album. You guys put out a single on the... Something um, from... And, and I guess there's a version of this on the album, too, but the B-side is different. Yeah, yeah. the B-side's rare. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> like that at the end of this <laughs> And then we had Kim, Bob, and Kessner brand new with the Beatles, but it ain't the Beatles. It's just what they call it. Uh, Peter Kowald and... Uh, or Koval from over there and Damon Smith uh, two bass uh, improvised thing called Broken Mirrors April 28th number two and then I Took Your Name with Laura out of Holland and then that very rare Clock Strikes 12 is schizophrenic so the B-side of that uh, before mentioned single okay so when is this first schizophrenic gig we played it wasn't a battle of the, it was like an open mic night in this crappy sports bar yes, in our neighborhood in San Diego. And uh, we had started to learn a few songs with Letty on drums. And we just, uh, at the end of the open mic, we asked the guy running it, hey, can we just bring our gear down here and play a few songs? And he's like, okay. So we we brought our, we went down the street about a one minute drive and came back with our stuff and set up. And we played like five songs or something for a few of our friends. Yeah, and it went over well, and we we're like, "Yes, the band." Did you have the name? Yeah, I, th- I think we did at that point. I think we did at that. Yeah, I think we. So you had a name even before the first gig. Now there's some bands. I remember talking to Gary Floyd. You know the Dicks. Yeah, yeah. And he said that's they were called fake bands. This is in Austin, seventies, <laughs> and uh, yeah, never even done one practice, but you make fucking flyers. <laughs> Yeah. Because that way, like you would eventually have to write some songs or practice and get the fucking band. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling people you're around, right? The dicks, the dicks, you know. Right, it motivates you. You tell people, and then you have to do it. So, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have the name in the songs before you even play a gig. These guys had they had flyers before they had even songs. It's a good idea. Get, yeah. get excited. Motivator, yeah, right? yeah. Start to jumpstart. Okay, so. uh so that went over good. What was the name of the pad? Sports bar? Oh, the called, Skybox. Yeah. Skybox. Yeah. yeah it's shitty I love it when you got the fucking TV still going like oh, Yes, God. they did. All Different the sports channels. games. Yeah. yeah. Like Neon Miller, Miller light signs. And, yeah. yeah. Well, but, here at Harold's Place under the uh, the Budweiser uh, pool. Yeah. NASCAR <laughs> pool. Yeah. And this place we're going to play Friday used to be a Latin pool hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not too good a sound. They got to put hang more stuff. It's like an old, used to be an old brick warehouse before that. Huh. But, you know, Highland Park, uh, gentrified, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we got that where you live, where old uh, working uh, uh, neighborhoods get turned into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, happening Brooklyn, everywhere. Right? Yeah. Tight jeans <laughs> yeah. around the ankles and, and this kind of thing. And, uh, that's what you're going to find. Because uh, I played there last year. Tom Watson got us a gig there. You know, I'll play anywhere, so I'm not, I'm not prejudiced. But, but where'd you go after that? Did you, did you decide, hey, we should record? You know what? It took a few years of us oh, just gigging gigs. there. Yeah, at the sports bar. And the owner... Oh, really? Yeah, and what, the owner... Did you do a residency? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> you call it's it just that. the only... We didn't know anybody in town... I was learning oh, how so to no play. Oh, so no Casbah, no. Not oh, yet. Yeah, not for was, a couple years. What's, yeah, like our, what's the the Panther? Uh, pink, pink. Oh, the Bar Pink. Bar Pink. Bar Pink. Yeah, no, that, that, that was, was like our tip. dreams. Yeah, yeah. And then, but there's another t- a place too, a small pad soda or soda, soda bar. bar. Soda bar. Yeah, Tim H just kind of 
I think he just he just he owns that now, mm-hmm. or partly owns it. He's got an empire. Yeah, <laughs> he's a sweet guy. Uh, right, I love that guy. Uh, he's I so wish sweet. There was more cats like him in that racket. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. More ladies too. But anyway, mm-hmm. actually, there was a team from there that went to Jacksonville. So if you're ever on tour, play uh, Jack Rabbits in Jacksonville Beach. Jack Rabbits. Okay. Yeah, all right. Because uh, that's one of the old spirit guys. Oh. And, right. uh, it's like the. Starboard Coast version. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty bitching. A little more sweaty, but a little there. <laughs> well, it's you know, it's, you know, it's really easy to get there. You go to the yeah. I-10 freeway. Go all the way. There you go. <laughs> right. um, so, uh, so it takes a couple of years of gigging, and then what? You record? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the Battle of the Bands thing, because yeah. we were, this is late in the game, this isn't even high school, but at that bar, we we were playing there like every week, and Letty was actually kind of learning to play on stage because we wouldn't really couldn't really practice loud at the house so we would just play what about the surf show yeah yeah i guess we would practice i think for some well, reason we can... couldn't rehearse anymore we, now oh, okay. we were we were, were setting up in the kitchen and playing and um neighbors we were all living yeah, in the, the same neighbors. house together yeah. but um we so we would play like for three hours these gigs at the sports bar but we would do like you know, we do like a Velvet Underground song for like twenty minutes. You know, stuff like that. And um, yeah, but the owner was the really owner cool. Was cool. Yeah, he and didn't care. He would he would actually pay us pretty well, and like he would just be completely drunk and dancing, and we're like, all right, this is our yeah, this is our chance cool. to look, figure out. That's kind of how we developed our weird show because you know we would be kind of drunk too, and I would start dancing and throwing the guitar around, and it became more more now it's like we got it down to you know a really routine routine now it's total routine now but back then it was yeah we had a shtick back then it was just chaos Chaos. and I would be you know completely you know injured at the end of shows and um but but there was a battle of the bands. <laughs> yes. It was the yeah. get your song on the radio contest. Yeah, yeah. For like 91 X. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it was 94 the 9. Who like, I know down there? Mike Howard. Yeah, he's a good friend <laughs> yeah, of ours yeah. too. He's great. It was a. T- I mean, he's been like at 20 stations, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the station he was on I, at I the time. I think he was a Detroit guy originally. Yeah, yeah he's Detroit. from Detroit. He's starting a news channel down at a TJ soon. Well, that's what 91X was, right? Yeah, he's going the back. X, that tail of the ZZ Top. Yeah. You heard it on the X? Because mm-hmm. they had no limitations on the power. Uh, so these stations would have like a million watts. That's what he's saying so about this ZZ, new one. They were playing your song. Yeah. like <laughs> Wolfman Jack. He was Wolfman the, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying this new one you'll be able to hear in Mexicali. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And you know, now we've got internet too. That's how, the, mm. the Waffle Beaver show. Yeah. In fact, Brother Matt, they're going to get to hear the spin cycle right now. Cool. <laughs> Bring it, Brother Matt. Very cool. I was 
la que antes tenías Y tú me das tu vida Y yo te doy la mía Y muchas florecitas Porque eres tan, tan linda
Kings of Kulo. <laughs> Kings of Kulo, for sure. Watt was a Kulo. Brother Matt, what made you do what you just did to us? It's time for a little bonus cumbia. Talking about cumbia earlier and got me out for a little cumbia. That was good. Yeah, why don't you get Chongo. El Papa Chongo. Bitchin' DJ, cumbia DJ, but he was skipping. And like I said, the end of the second hour, April 11, 2018. Special guest. Let's get some Fox. Hold tight for hour three. April 11, 2018, it's third hour of Watt from Pedro Show.
Walk from Pedro show. Start off the third hour yeah. with uh, Open uh, the Door from Sixtophonics. And out of Houston, all band got back together, the My Dolls, with, uh, for her. Patrick Butler, I, was, uh, I think he's teaching at Cal State Long Beach, maybe. Or going to school there. Uh, he's had, unstoppable. Remember, he used to have that band with uh, the bass band with San Diego. He had a neat thing where he could play with fucking fingers and stow the fucking pick. Oh. And with his index finger up against his palm, so he could like pull it out anytime. Oh he wow! Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, Ichio with uh, Dance of Anunnaki, Aaron Oppenheim with Cannons, and finally Move Schizophonics. Uh, so let's talk about the Schizophonic album that we're playing yeah. songs from. All right. Where'd you do that at? We recorded that in El Cajon with Mike Camus at Earthling Studios. And um, he's a good friend of ours. He plays drums and the loons. And he ended up with this uh, eight-track tape machine that originally came through a series of people. Mike's, Mike Saxon owned it for a while from the Seeds. Sky Saxon. Uh, Sky, Sky Saxon. Saxon. And, uh, but it was originally in the... Um, from Sunset, Sunset Sound, Sound in, in the 60s. Memphis. I did a song. His wife put together some tribute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was quite a character. Some <laughs> punk gigs. Yeah, yeah. Late 70s. So it's been around. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, it was in Sunset Sound. It was at Ampex. Ampex, okay. It was built for the Green Acres television show. But apparently it was what? used to... What, a kind machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a quirky sound. Um, But yeah, we recorded on that. And um, so it was really fun just trying to do it all in eight tracks and kind of... You know, doing a lot of it live. You know, Double Nickels on the Diamonds 8-track. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We used uh, kicks, snares, toms, and stereo, bass, guitar, guitar, overdub, vocal. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah, in fact, Ethan James mixed it one night, 48 songs. They were little songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, how long did it take you to record? It, I I mean, we did most, the, a lot of the songs were recorded at different times. So I would say, we'd say like uh, a couple weeks. Yeah. Because we went back in, you know, finish up lyrics and record vocals sure, sure. and stuff like that. So, yeah, the vocals were recorded. And a lot of the songs after. came from uh, you playing gigs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First albums are always that way. Yeah. Hardly ever written in the studio. That's uh, number two, number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, so, John, how'd you get that connect? Uh, we met John through Robert Lopez from the Zeros sure. and Elvez. He is, I mean, Sympathy put out a lot of Elvez sure. records. So um, He's got the egg jacket, too, from Raw Power. He, yeah. he showed it to us. <laughs> and Plastic. He, yeah, it's you know, falling they, apart now, yeah. You know, well, they actually got reproduced. Kind of like had leather. A couple of years ago, like a copy. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it, because you can't tell by the picture that Mick Rock, actually Mick Rock was the only guy at that gig with a camera. Uh, yeah, they only did one gig, overseas gig, and that's where the picture's on the album. That one show. That wow. one. And he got it from, uh, John got it from uh, uh, Stan Lee, from Dickies. Exactly. That's yeah, right, yeah. he sold it to He sold it for him. dope money, too. But, <laughs> but his big claim is he got more dope money for it than it did. So okay, so th- th- that's interesting. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, Torin? Touring, we're about to leave in a couple of weeks. We're headed out to Spain and France for a little while. No U.S. gigs? Um, we have the show on Friday at yeah. the Hi-Hat. And a, we're doing a show down at a Tim Mays' new record store 
called called? it's called vinyl junkies it just opened up okay it's right across the street from the whistle stop in south park yeah yeah um but yeah north park's got a new pad i just played there it's uh oc oh the observatory that's it Mm mm-hmm it's not North San Diego, it's North Park. Because yeah, it's North Park. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's related it's to the other one. Yeah. Encinitas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Is that, what's that North San Diego Park called? Yeah, like Ocean Oceanside, Beach. Carlsbad. Right? Yeah, Encino is the valley. Mm-hmm. I always mix those up. It's not where Dave Grohl is. So that observatory is related to one in Santa Ana. Yes. Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, which used to be called the Galaxy. Yeah. Same family. And also Ventura Theater. And Choach House in uh, fucking San Juan Capistrano. Okay. Is is the Spain Connect? Because you know for years they were in the garage. They're obsessed. Still. Still. But you know they branched out though. There's lots of music happening in Spain now. But they were the bastion of the the sidecar in Madrid. I've heard about gigs there like going way, way back and... Uh, there's something about that, right? Portugal too, a little. Portugal more, maybe more experimental, but uh, uh, still, the garage is strong there. Mm-hmm. Where else? Uh, we'll be doing one festival in the UK called Hipsville. Okay. Uh, some seaside town called Margate. A bunch of bands, DJs. We'll be doing that. Then we're going to be doing a week in France. So okay. our first time in France. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's neat. That's neat. Uh, and then you come back? And, and we're do, coming uh, back. Punk Rock Bowling when we get back. Right, we're going to be at Punk Rock Bowling in May. Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. We're going to be opening up for the Dead Boys Saturday, the Saturday night of that weekend. Okay. What about this tune, The Streets of Heaven and Hell? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty dramatic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was just kind of about, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Some people don't like to talk about this song. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't want. Oh yeah. I mean, it's kind of just a, you know, partying down. It's it's kind of just about, um, doing shows at the Casbah. You know, going downtown. The the uh, the insanity of of all that world and the good and the bad things. What about the people mixed live upstairs from the Casbah? That's I mean, that's kind of. <laughs> It's a little bit. I mean, I bet you the, the, the rent is either five bucks, or maybe the dude pays them to live there, the landlord. Can you imagine? Because there's gigs there seven days a week. Yeah. Because I want to, I want to live there. Because you know, rent's got to be cheap. Well, I was thinking you could build like a fire pole to slide down, or a rope ladder or something. You know. Sure. Because there's a window that goes from the, right. that apartment into the courtyard of the Casbah, so you could do like a rope ladder thing. Yeah. Cargo net. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Breaches, boy. And then, yeah. and then also there's the double whammy because it's Lindbergh Field, so the airplanes are coming down about <laughs> right. 30 feet over your back. Okay, yeah. let's play the streets of heaven and hell uh, for the Casbah. And for the folks living upstairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just don't care 
for Pedro Show, the last music for this edition, Schizophonics with Streets of Heaven and Hell. Uh, yeah. Did you guys spell it strange? No. Spell heaven. it. Yeah, heaven. Oh, maybe it's just a typo. Yeah, maybe. Okay, Chinese. <laughs> the, the band. Uh, the band. Band camp. Yeah, heaven. <laughs> oh, heaven. Oh, like I'm heaving in the van. Uh, Chinese Herbal Medicine with No Fun. Uh, there's a Stooges cover. Uh, Zero Debt out of uh, Perth. Kenton New, New Point pa Paper Plastic. King Champion Sounds with, <laughs> this is a Dutch thing, so Motor Repeorian Matka. <laughs> Sorry. And finally, Schizophonics with Put Your Weight on It, which translates to what? Oh, so put your weight on it was this line we got from a movie. You know, you ever heard of Rudy Ray Moore? Of course. You Dolomite. He just uh, passed away. Oh, uh, I'm in a video with him where I'm wearing it up pajamas. What? Yeah, Cobra Verde, John Beckovich. Oh, I gotta see this. I mean, you know, I mean we're not together. I, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm watching some TV channel that's fucked up and they keep switching and I'm eating chow in pajamas. <laughs> that's He's awesome. I think in a boat fishing. <laughs> We're in the same thing. He's an incredible cat. That's one of his lines, huh? Yes. Yeah, from the movie Disco Godfather. He plays a, a <laughs> disco DJ and the whole time he's DJing he tells the crowd, put your weight on it. So we loved it so much we're like, we gotta write a song He about says this. it like 40 times in that movie. He just commands everyone, you're not putting your weight on it. It's put your 70s weight on movie, it. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I gotta see it because he was great. It's funny how Letty Bruce, right, for saying cocksucker, right? <laughs> And these guys, their whole acts, Red Fox, yeah. Surprise, and the whole, they got a whole tradition of that blue stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Advice. Somebody young, or maybe your age or even older, you know, getting into this racket, what would you tell them? Just don't stop and keep going and play as many shows as you can. It takes so much longer than it used to. It seems like from every, everything, every, all the advice I've been given from people that have been in it for a long yeah. time, is nowadays the music uh, business is completely different, and it just it takes years and years and years, and doing you know a vaudevillian act, cartwheels, and and uh, and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. And it just just keep doing it. Don't keep stop. On keeping on. Don't stop doing it. Keep on chugling. <laughs> One chord. <laughs> That's right. That song is one fucking. Those are my favorite songs. Are one. So is uh, Black to Come. Lime in the Black to Come. Lime in the Coconut. Black Nelson. One chord. I think uh, Land of a Thousand Dances. Yeah. Uh, anyway, look, I'm going to see you Friday. So this can't wait. Forever. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for you having know, us. You know, I think Bob right? Lee put that whole together. Uh, the drummer of the freaks. Right. Bob Lee's awesome. No, he's a great person. Uh, yeah, great drummer too. Black Gang. I go back with a guy. Uh, but uh, so we'll see you Friday at the High Point in Highland Park. And you mm -hmm. can tell about that neighborhood. Make up your own. <laughs> That's right. Brother Matt, thank you for your always essential aid in the bed. Thanks, uh, people. It's been the April eleventh, uh, two thousand eighteen edition of Watt Pedro Show. Oh yeah, they want to find Schizophonics on the fucking web. <laughs> yeah, the our website Schizophonics.com. We're on Facebook, uh, Bandcamp. We're always playing all around the U.S. And we got to spell it because... Yeah. It's S-C-H-I-Z-O-P-H-O-N-I-C-S. 
ICS. Schizophonics, like headphones. Yeah, schizophonics. So let's check them out. And uh, big honor to have you on the show. Thank you. Oh, big honor to be here. And uh, like I was told, I'll tell you, keep on, keep it on. Good luck, <laughs> safe seas, and keep that keel in the water. Everybody out there, keep your powder dry. <laughs>